Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Giselle in the purple post-its, or with the purple post-its, rather. 
I'm an online performance coach. And what that means is I look at marketing from the lens of personal development. Normally, when I get up on stage, I'll talk about social media, but you'll quickly realize that I'm not just talking about platforms. I'm talking about how you're showing up every single day. But today, we're really going to dive into actually how you're showing up. <laughs> there was something that Ram said about choosing your heart, and immediately I was inspired to take my conversation into a different direction, especially because the theme of today is wealth, wisdom, wellness Wednesday. I had to make sure I said that slow, Sarah, because you're so right. That's a difficult one to swallow. But please, 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 if you are here uh, I'm so grateful that you are taking this time to wake up with us. I pray that you are inspired. And honestly, when whenever you're in a room with me, just know I'm not reading from a script. I'm not pulling from slides. I'm simply speaking from my heart. There are times when I wake up in the morning and I go, I think I know what I'm going to talk about. But then all of a sudden, I will feel this weight on my heart like someone needs to hear something different. And so what I will be doing consistently throughout, though, is that this morning I woke up and especially after hearing from Ram, is I had this question on my heart. And I want you to grab a pen and a piece of paper and, and write this down. How are you prioritizing your movement today? How are you prioritizing your movement today? I felt that and immediately I had this thought to do something a little bit different, which is that I wanted to go on a walk while I had this talk with you. A lot of times we actually use Clubhouse as an excuse to stop. We trick ourselves into thinking that we're being productive because we're learning or we're, you know, we're, we're taking all of the notes, we're listening to all of the rooms, we're hearing about all of the different platforms, but then we realize that we get to the end of the week and all we have is a big pile of notes and we haven't done anything. And so if you are in the position to do so, I invite you to come on a walk with me. And you might have to bring your notebook with you. Or I, my favorite message that I got the last time that I was here was someone said that they didn't have a notebook. And so they, they actually wrote all over their arm. <laughs> and that was just the best thing ever. But, but I invite you to, to take a walk with me because of that question. And again, I'll say it again. How are you prioritizing movement today? And for you, movement might not be walking or exercising or sweating. To you, it might be taking that first step. It might be implementing all of the different notes that you've taken. It might be filing the LLC for your new business. It might be firing the, the colleague who you just know is not pushing you forward. It might be posting your, your picture or your video on, on social media or on YouTube. But how are you prioritizing it? Every, every single morning this week, I just started working with a brand new coach on nutrition and fitness. And he does something so differently where he asks me a very similar question at the beginning of every single day. How are you making the time to hit your goals? And we revisit them very specifically. For me right now, it's a certain amount of steps. It's how much water I'm drinking. It's how much I'm making sure that I'm, I'm making sure to add resistance to what I'm doing. And so for you, how are you prioritizing it? It's not when are you going to have time to. It's not, well, I think I'm going to try to squeeze it in if I can. And then you put it off another day and another day and another day. But how are you prioritizing your movement? How are you preparing for your prayers? Because you can wish and you can hope and you can dream. But if you got that miracle call tomorrow, that dream of a call tomorrow, whether it is from your dream boss or your dream client or just that call on your heart from God, how are you preparing for that prayer? 
For you, it might not be anything that seemingly has to do with business. For you, it might be that partner who you have been wishing for and praying for, thinking that if they just walk into your life, when in actuality, the way that you attract the people who you want in your life, it's how you are preparing yourself. My, uh, my former trainer, when I lived in Los Angeles, his name was Patrick Murphy. He used to say every week, the root of all evil is a lack of circulation. If you have a pen and paper in front of you, write that down. The root of all evil is a lack of circulation. And that's so very true. Where for him, he definitely looked at that from the lens of personal training, reminding us of the endorphins that hit you when you work out and the way that it really, truly does help to clear your mind and ground you and challenge your soul. But how many days have you let go by without you moving towards your dream and you saying tomorrow and you saying next week or you saying, well, I'm just waiting for the right time or I'm just waiting until I am quote unquote ready. How are you prioritizing your movement today? I want you to write it down. How are you prioritizing that today? What are you doing to carve out the time? I challenge you to even look at your calendar today. Put yourself in there for the way that you're going to prioritize it. You might have to move some things around. You might look at your calendar right now and have a wake-up call and go, damn, I am not giving myself enough time between appointments to give myself the clarity break that I need, to give myself time to apply the tools to get closer to what I actually really want. I'm not getting myself to bed. I loved, loved, loved what Ram said earlier where he talked about that his definition of success is how well he sleeps at night. For you, you might not be sleeping at all for one reason or the other, and it's possible that maybe you're a new parent and God bless you. But for those of you who you have some control of when you're getting ready to hit that pillow or how many times you're hitting snooze in the morning, how are you making the time to prepare for your prayers and prioritize that movement? How are you making the time to prioritize that movement? And if you feel self-conscious because you don't think that your movement is significant or you feel so far behind, you think that in order to be a champion, you have to be so much further than. Immediately, a story came to mind from last summer. Um, a flash of mics on the stage. Do any of my moderators or my speakers like running? Does anybody like running? Anyone? Monica likes running. God bless you. <laughs> Ram likes running. Love it. Love it. So last year, I'm in the Midwest and, and all of a sudden things are starting to open up here and there. And I hadn't seen some of my girlfriends in forever. And so finally we found a day that worked for everybody. And I'm so excited. And, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe we're going to go have a picnic or, or maybe we're going to go to the lake. And my, my friend Emma goes, Hey, you know what, what, why don't we, uh, why don't we meet in the park and, and why don't we go for a run? <laughs> I'm like, girl, are you crazy? Like, first of all, I do not run. <laughs> like, that is not, that is not my thing. Uh, one of 
one of my hips is slightly higher than the other. I've had scoliosis since I was 14. To run for long periods of time isn't exactly my favorite thing. It's not the easiest thing on my hips, or so I've been telling myself. And not to mention, you know, I feel like when all of this began, and, and now we're really living through it for the last year, you know, we took it a few different turns. There were some people who they just got ripped, okay? Like they spent the whole pandemic working out and getting on their Peloton and eating right and, and getting their stuff together. And then, you know, there was me who I kind of felt like, you know what, I, I need to take a breath. I need to pause. I need to relax. Uh, rather than getting on the Peloton, I'm going to do Peloton yoga. And and the thought of doing cardio, right? I don't know if anyone's seen Pitch Perfect with uh, where she talks about horizontal running. Like that was for sure more my pace. But okay, I haven't seen my girlfriends in almost what feels like, you know, six months to a year. You want to go running? Okay, fine. We'll go running. In my mind, I think, yeah, right, I'll just show and I can convince us to go for a walk or to go to lunch on a patio or something more my speed. Well, I show up in the morning and as it turns out, we're not just running, we're actually running hills. And it's not just the four of us girls, it is 12 people. And again, 12 really, really fit people from my friend Jordan's CrossFit club. And again, let me remind you, a girl who gets there does not run, let alone gets on hills. I'm starting to sweat before we have even started the workout. But here's the thing. I am a obnoxious optimist. My thought is I can mind over matter myself into anything. Let's test this. Let's test this to the max, okay? I mind over mattered myself into loving the winter here in Minnesota by telling myself every single day that I loved the cold to the point to where one day I woke up and I legitimately loved that slap of cold on my face. So my thought was, all right, maybe I can mind over matter myself into thinking that I love running and that I can actually get up this hill. I've heard all these myths about getting into the runner zone. Maybe I can actually do that. So we put the stereo on, we set the timer to go, and I start running and I'm like, you know what? This isn't bad. <laughs> this is actually, this is pretty good. This feels kind of nice. I like the burn on my booty. Like we're doing it. We're doing it. Um, although I would say probably about like after maybe 15 seconds, my run quickly turned into a jog. From there, it turned into what I like to call a wog, which is kind of that wog, like between the walk and the jog thing where you're really not moving very much, but you're just pumping your arms really hard as if you are. And the next thing you know, I'm like, I can't, <laughs> I really, truly, I cannot do this. And I just start walking. Now, at that point, I could have stopped. I could have started crying and I could have gone home, but a beautiful thing happened. And, and Ram, this is kind of what inspired the story is I look around and I'm huffing, I'm puffing and, and I keep moving, even though I want to quit, I keep moving. And as I move and I continue to go up this hill, I'm seeing my friends lap me, not once, not twice, but even three times. But I'm seeing them huffing and puffing too. And it quickly occurs to me that while my hard looks different than their hard, it's still hard. We are all pushing ourselves in one way or another to do better and to get stronger. And the reality is, is that you cannot build your muscles unless you break them. You cannot get stronger unless you are pushing yourself to get uncomfortable, to huff, 
to puff. And so where I had lap one, it took them maybe to lap three or four. They still sped up to three and four. They did their push-ups. They did their burpees. And again, I could have gotten caught in that comparison. But instead, what I ended up doing, I became the group cheerleader. And I challenge you to do that as well. It can get really hard to cheer for other people when you feel like you are so far behind, when you are sitting on the bench. But I'll tell you what, the people who are going to judge you are the ones who aren't doing anything. You'll find that when you start to prepare for those prayers and you start to work towards those goals. The people who are cheering you on are the ones who genuinely love you and or who appreciate and respect what you're doing and how you're putting yourself out there because they know what it's like to be in the ring. So what I want you to challenge yourself to do today is to cheer those around you, especially those who are doing the thing that you want to do, who are proving to you that what you want is possible, who are showing you that your dream is in demand, who are showing you that if they can do it, you very much could do it too. Perhaps at some point, even better or faster or stronger or more innovative or in a different way. Cheer those people on around you. And in doing so, you might also learn to start cheering on yourself. I kept on running and I got to the top of that dang hill and I went again and again, and I, I did not stop until that timer went off. And let me remind you, <laughs> my run was very much a walk pretty much the whole time with a couple spurts of sprints. And I remember afterwards feeling like I was maybe going to throw up <laughs> and, and everyone got into their cars and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to sit, I'm going to sit tight for a second. I'm going to meditate <laughs> is what I said. And I felt this hand on my shoulder and I, I looked around and there was this woman and, and she was like, I just want to say thank you. I'm like, thank you. I'm like, who is, this woman was not even with us, by the way. She tapped on my shoulder and she goes, I just want to say thank you. And I'm thinking, is this some type of a joke? Like, is she going to offer me something? What's, what's going on here? And she goes, you have no idea the morning that I had. I did not want to come out here today. But when I looked over at you and your friends and you paused or took a walk, you gave me permission to pause and take a walk and give myself grace for what I could do. When you sped up again, when you cheered, when you would run, it let me know, you know what? Maybe I can push myself a little bit more too. I needed that. I didn't know how much I needed that until I saw you. We can trick ourselves into thinking that the only way to be a champion is by crossing that finish line. When in actuality, you never know who is watching every single one of your baby steps along the way, who you are creating a sign of visibility for, no matter, or especially because of the color of your skin, the size of your body, your athletic ability, somebody else could be seeing themselves in you. For a lot of you, that's your kids. They look at the way that you are prioritizing your dreams, the way that you are holding yourself back, the way that you are stalling in fear, or the way that you are treating yourself 
through your eating habits or how you look at yourself in the mirror. They can see the contrast of how you cheer them on, but how you beat yourself up. And unfortunately, the saying of do as I say, not as I do, it's not really going to work that way, (laughs) especially with your kids. So I, I want you to think again, what is that movement that you're prioritizing? And what are those steps that you are going to take? And when you think of the people around you who have inspired you, not just to be better, but to be comfortable exactly as you are, well, if you don't have those people, then definitely seek them out. Look at the stage. Look at how many different faces and experiences that we have. There are some people who didn't go to college. There are some people who don't have their own business. There are some people who are not parents. There are some people who are big and small black and white and brown and every color in between, all of us showing up and sharing our own unique experience. You are the expert of your experience, especially if it was hard, especially if you had to start over again and again and again, especially if you fell on your face. Own that. Live in that. Take every single step and do not quit. Because that's also a piece of it too. You'll notice that, you know, today I'm I'm talking about physical movement, but it bleeds into every single thing that we do. Even that idea of quitting. When you get on the treadmill and you end early, or if you start running up the hill and you decide, you know what, I'm going to go home. That's creating muscle memory for you to quit. That's going to start showing up in other areas of your life. When you're hitting the snooze button over and over and over without an intention, that's allowing for you to waste time and procrastinate in other areas too. And there's a lot in life that we don't have control over. And there's a lot that we do not see ahead of us. And there's so much that we're uncertain of. But when it comes to prioritizing your physical movement, that can train you in more ways than you realize. When all of a sudden, rather than ending right before you're about to finish that clock, but maybe going for 10 extra seconds, going extra hard in those last 10 seconds, perhaps, but seeing what you pick up on, knowing that there are going to be other hard parts of your life and surprises and stumbles and unexpected moments. However, if you kicked butt in the gym this morning, You've already warmed up your muscles to think, well, if I got through that, then I can definitely get through this. It gives you something to add into your day. But I do want you to take a moment even right now and think of some of those moments that you've had in 2021 where if I got through that, I can definitely get through this. If you got through that workout, if you got through that breakup, If you got through that horrible loss, if you got through that grievance, if you got through that friendship, if you got through that marriage, you got through that, oh, this, it is a walk in the park. And I want you to write it down. Just remind yourself what you are made of. It can get so easy to think about all of the things that you have left to do. I want to challenge you to create a to-da list. (laughs) Look what I did. It might even help for you to go through your photo album on your phone. 
and go look at the moments of the last week. Go look at the moments of the last month. Go look at the moments of the last year and start picking out the small little victories and, and then the big ones. And then just watch how they snowball and snowball and snowball and remind you of who the heck you are. Oh man, think about all the people that you met here on Clubhouse. Think about the people who you met in real life. Think about the friends who you chose or the friends who you chose to walk away from. Think about the habits that you picked up or the habits that you cut out. Think about the places where you went or traveled or drove to, the skills that you learned how to do, the classes that you took, the talks that you listened to. Write it all down. Write it all down. And look at that as your support system of what you are absolutely capable of. And I want you to own where you're at right now. Own it. Write that down. Own it. I want you to be able to look yourself into the mirror and be proud of what you see. When was the last time that you really looked at yourself in the mirror? Not at your tummy or at your wrinkles or at your hair or at your makeup, but when was the last time that you really looked at yourself? And if you have a hard time looking at yourself, then that might be where we have to start. But looking in the mirror saying, this is me, this is what I've got, and this is the body that is going to take me to that next place. And really falling in love with what that looks like. And hey, it's okay. If you do not love the body that you are in, that is perfectly okay. It is a shell of who you are. And you can make changes and modifications. However, you have to appreciate that vessel. You have to appreciate the soul that it's carrying every single day. So you can push yourself forward. I'll never forget, uh, (laughs) I was in a workout class a few years ago. And I had one of those moments where uh, my friend wanted me to come work out. And I was like, I don't think I'm in shape enough to go. She's like, girl, what do you mean you're not in shape enough to go to a workout class? <laughs> right? Like how many of you have ever done that? We're like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm in shape enough to go to the place where you're supposed to learn to get in shape. And that eventually convinced me like two weeks later. But I remember going and there was this woman who was just total badass. And she was wearing sneakers and these glittery pants and, and she had this, uh, this sports bra on. And for some reason I, I looked at her and she was probably, you know, uh, bigger than me for sure. And I thought she looked so fabulous and so sexy and so awesome and sweaty and gorgeous. And I'm just looking at myself and I'm like, why can I not bring myself to wear a sports bra? Why can I not bring myself to wear that crop top? Why is it that when she does it, it is beautiful, but when I do it, it is horrible? So what I want you to do is start to surround yourself with those people who give you permission to show up exactly as you are. And fast forward, by the way, it does not matter what size I am. If I'm hot, I'm wearing that sports bra, y'all. (laughs) I encourage you to do that as well. And again, if you think I'm only talking about a sports bra, then you're missing the entire point. So I know that we're almost at time and I'll I'll open this up to to my other speakers and, and mods on stage and I can hear some microphones blinking. 
But I want to leave you again with that question, especially if you came a little late today. How are you prioritizing your movement? How is it actually going to be a priority in your day? And again, the movement doesn't have to be getting on the treadmill. I know there are some of you that to get on the treadmill or to go for a run, it is second nature. It is just what you do. But there are other places in your life where you are stuck and you keep on making the excuses and you keep trying to tell yourself that you're not ready and you keep yourself from being who you actually want to be or you don't think you're good enough or you don't think you're there. How are you prioritizing your movement? I know that we're almost at time, but if you do want to share how you're prioritizing your movement, feel free to blink your microphone and we'll go maybe to one um, or two people if we can. If not, I'll start wrapping up if there's no one who wants to share right now. Go ahead and blink your microphone if you want to chat. Justin, go ahead. Sarah, go ahead. No, 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 brother. I was going to say I'm going to reset right after you and pass over to um, Andrew and Nisha. And thank you, Giselle. But you got 30 seconds, brother. I know you can do it. Giselle, you never cease to amaze me. A lot of people don't know here I was diagnosed needing a full hip replacement. So even just that thought, that circulation is everything is going to anger my day and it angers all things. So amazing session. Double flamethrowers are awesome. Well, that was super impressive, Justin, because I told you you had 30 seconds and you did it. Um, Giselle, I am so grateful. Every time you come to stage, you motivate me. Um, and I'm going to remember that for my intro next time. Online performance coach, because you are, you kill it. We're so grateful um, that you stepped in at the last minute to take this segment. Um Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.